Welcome back, everybody, to the Grace Project Podcast. I'm your host, Cam, joined by my co-host, Tyler. Tyler, say what's up. What's going on, people? <laughs> Yo, we are, we are so... This is amazing. Ecstatic, man. We are ecstatic, <laughs> man. This is... For y'all who don't know, this has been in the works for a while. We a have while. Been, this is a huge labor of love, yeah. man. Like, this is... We, we are still baffled. We have no idea how to shoot an intro to a podcast. It's, it's so we are just... To. Yeah, bro. But yeah, welcome to the Grace Project podcast. The Grace Project exists to break through the surface of religion to reveal a real, uh, authentic relationship centered around Jesus. Yes. It, exists, it exists to strengthen one's identity as a project of grace and aims to ignite a vulnerable, passionate, authentic pursuit after Christ and his kingdom for his glory alone. Yes, sir. If y'all enjoy this podcast after listening to it, hopefully, um, and want to show us some love, make sure you rate, review, and like from wherever you're listening and make sure that you share this podcast to whomever you feel needs to hear it um, this helps us get what god is doing here on the podcast on the grace project um, help it reach out to those who need it the most make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen um, and check us out on instagram at grace project underscore podcast yeah. for more news updates and content and if you want to support the Grace Project in the form of giving, um, make sure you make a donation at the link in our show notes. Um, all proceeds go right back into sustaining the podcast and helping further further the mission uh, God has instilled here at the Grace Project. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. No one, no because one. no one's going to listen to us besides our moms <laughs> and my fiance. Let's just be honest. Yes. Like, maybe baby brother, but like... But I mean... When you have the family, I'm, what what other support? Right, family of you God. Know? Yes, family of God, baby. <laughs> Just tell it again, Cam. Tell it, tell it again. Oh man, so yeah, y'all, we are so so excited. Um, some of y'all probably are listening to this and or clicked on this episode, and you're yeah. like, "What is a Grace Project? Mm -hmm. What is this th that these fellows here are doing?" <laughs> we just want to. Take some time in this episode. In this sure. episode, just quick disclaimer, it's going to be different from our normal episodes. We want yes. this to be not just an introduction to who we are, who are these um, you know, lovely voices that you're listening to, especially Tyler's brother. You got a deep radio voice. I get it from my father. It's so warm. It's, you know, it's so it's so so deep, so soothing. Very white over like, here. Like, like wrapped in a blanket, brother. It's amazing. <laughs> no, I, I ain't try to gas you up. I mean, it's deep, but it, it's it's soft at the so same soft time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yes. No, this this is not ASMR. This is a podcast <laughs> we're shooting here. So yeah, y'all, we just wanted to take some time um, to introduce us yeah. as your hosts, um, talk a bit more about the origins of this project, the Grace Project podcast, where yeah. it came from, why it's called that, what on earth is a Grace Project, um, you know, and also highlight what are our dreams and hopes for this. Like we, we want y'all to get an inside look of the heart behind the yes. sound, the hands, yes. like. All of it. We do it yeah. all for God's glory, but we want y'all to really know why is this for here? Why do y'all want to even listen to this or exactly. watch this? If you're watching this on you on YouTube, like why does any of this matter? Yeah. And we are super excited by the assignment that the Lord has given us. Yes, sir. Um, and super excited to dive into this. But first off, we gotta know who's who. <laughs> this is true. So just to clarify, I'm Cam. Yes. And he's Tyler. I'm Tyler. Yes. All right. Um, I am 25 <laughs> years old. Yes, you are. I am. Um, I'm originally from New York, born and raised. In September of 2020, I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, um, with my family. Nice. Um, my a little bit about my family dynamic. I have two loving, uh, devoted, uh, wonderful parents and a older 
twin brother over oh, by we two got minutes. A, y'all, we got a twin brother here. Yes, but we are fraternal, so right? Are we looking at like parent trap here, or uh, um, uh, you know, the height difference might be height difference. It might cause a little <laughs> bit of an issue. You know, he's about seven, eight inches taller than me. So you literally got the short end of this. Literally, literally. <laughs> my father is also six seven. So literally, I'm I'm standing at a healthy five eight and a half. So right, but uh, yeah, it's all good. Um, a little bit about um, um what I'm, I'm studying here. So born and raised in New York, um, family resides in Charlotte. Currently I reside in, um, Charleston, South Carolina. The lovely city of Charleston. Yes. It's beautiful here. It's so beautiful. Here. I've, I've never been in a city surrounded by water. So that's, dude, I've never been to, by a city with water. <laughs> and we'll I mean, get to that later. But. A, we're within like 10 minutes from beaches. So it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's amazing. It's awesome. But uh, here in Charleston, South Carolina, for for school, I am a student at Southeastern University, uh, which has a partner site here in Charleston mm-hmm. uh, called Seacoast Seacoast Church. Seacoast Church, baby. Yep. So Rip it up. SEU Seacoast. Um, I am studying uh, ministerial leadership with emphasis in pastoral care and counseling. Ooh. And my my hope with that is to work in some way, shape, or form in. Uh, um, ministry full time. Okay. Um, either as a pastor or a counselor mm-hmm. or a church leader. Um, but that's the calling that God has given me. And y'all, quick joke for y'all behind the scene, because we've got some history. <laughs> we haven't known each other very, very, true. very long. Yes. Only a couple months, but we got some history. And this brother, man, like, portable pulpit pastor like we need to get you a pulpit on wheels on a rack roll it around and set it down like like there's a reason why the brother's going into ministry fully anointed and gifted in this and we are super pumped to have you like like we're super pumped to have you here on the podcast to be a a partner and a co-host it's 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 incredible bro it's amazing god is doing wonderful things man oh yeah but um i'm going like you guys don't know cam yet or maybe some of you do but this brother can preach yeah, nah, you know we'll, he's we'll gonna see. he's we'll gonna see. go into his story a little bit we'll but see. uh we'll just know the uh that the fervency of speaking the word of god is not just on my end it's also hush, on his. hush chill out <laughs> be humble sit down yes okay okay <laughs> so anyways yes my name is cam inglert that's mm-hmm. a mouthful of last names so you can just call me cam or call mm-hmm. me just cam yes. people back home call me that first yeah. name just last name cam okay no space in between mm, okay. I just like cam i like that yeah. crazy yeah. yeah i am 20 years old i'm originally from a small town in indiana called noblesville mm. it's about 45 minutes right outside of the capital the great indianapolis home of the cults and the Pacers, which if we got any Colts or Pacers fans here, watchers of sports, you know we suck. Absolutely <laughs> suck here, which is fine. Indiana doesn't got it does not have much, y'all. It, it's got yeah. corn and basketball and the Indy 500, which if you're from Indiana, most mm. of you don't watch the Indy 500. But if you're not from Indiana, you probably watch the Indy 500. Yeah. But that's just, that's neither here nor there. I cur- <laughs> I also currently reside here in Charleston, South Carolina, also going to uh, SEU Seacoast. Yes, sir. Um, oh, wait, I didn't even talk about my fam. Well, that, that, that's because that's, that's I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm in, I'm in Charleston, baby. I'm in Charleston now. But yes, uh-huh. back home in the great Noblesville. I uh, got two loving parents um, and then a younger brother of about four and a half, five years younger than me. Okay. Um, little bro. Shout out to right, little bro. Right. Little, little bro. Yeah. Brycey Boo. Bryce. Um, yes. And uh, we were very tight-knit family group growing up. So being out here is a little weird. Yeah. Also, 
we're, we're, we're doing the Lord's work. We're yes. doing the Lord's work here. Hands to so, the plow. Yes. So anyways, yes, I'm also at SCU Seacoast. Yes. Um, and I'm currently studying ministerial leadership with an emphasis in worship mm. ministries. That don't I mean sing. that I can sing. No, that does Ooh. not mean that I can sing. But that He's does mean... Modest. He's being modest. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> 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 nah, bro. It it does mean that uh, I, I lead worship on Sunday morning. It does not mean that I can sing. Yes. So, okay. anyways, and with that intentions after college, um, you know, it's kind of whatever God wants me to do. Yeah. Same way He brought me to tra- the Charleston, and I'm still figuring out what I'm doing here. <laughs> I guess it was for the podcast, yes, or for school or whatever. Um, but you know, if God calls me to be a worship leader, worship pastor, yeah. sweet. If it's to be more in that creator role, I love to songwrite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that opportunity to be an artist in that capacity or be awesome. a pr- pr- producer or whatever. Yeah. Maybe be a podcaster, which yeah. is what we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, you know, or like, I-, I don't even know, bro. Sky, Sky's the limit. I love doing creative things. So, so that's my hope for after college. That is definitely so, your gift. I've seen your work. You oh, are I, very I, creative. I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, appreciate man. it. I, I, you inspire me. Oh, thank you're, you so you're much. You're tapping into my creative it's a creative. Niche. Hey, we 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 all we all got it. Yeah. We were made by the creator. Yes. Uh, Therefore, we are the creative. Ultimate, the ultimate creator. The ultimate, <laughs> ultimate creator. <laughs> so, Cam, <laughs> thank you for sharing a little bit of um, a little bit of your your background. Um, when did you come to Jesus? Oh man, bro, that's an important question. I think. I mean. So I grew up in the church, right? Yes. Like again, tightly knit family. It was a it was a Christian home. Yeah, Christian home, tightly knit family. Um, you know, I, I don't really remember many Sundays where we weren't going to church, whether yeah. we liked it or not. You know, like full on, like it, it, Mav City, Mav City Elevation song, talking to Jesus. Like, yeah. Mama, you used to drag me to church <laughs> Sunday morning and Wednesday nights, khaki pants and a polo shirt. You know, uh-huh. I did not rock that polo too well. <laughs> But, but, you know, we were in, like, constantly in church like, yeah. every Sunday. Didn't really know a life without it. Okay. Um, I, I was baptized when I was nine. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I didn't really know if that was, like, you know, me actually being filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Or if I just really wanted those communion crackers. They're, they're good. They're, they're good, bro. That, that, that unleavened uh, <laughs> wafer bread that you dip inside the little <laughs> cups, bro. You know what's – when I got into youth group, right – what was even better uh-huh. than that for, for, for communion? What I think this is why I got baptized because I saw like the middle school and high school kids doing this. Uh-huh. They used Hawaiian rolls. Hawaiian rolls. As the broken body of Jesus. Lord have mercy. Bro, I ate that up. Can I get another? <laughs> Can I get another? Hawaiian <laughs> rolls. Dude, I don't, I don't know what the Hawaiian rolls are doing, but they are taking the sacrament right, that, man. That, 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 They're doing the sacrament right. That may, that may, they might be doing it a little too right. A little bit too right. Go so, back for another one. Right. So anyways, yeah, I was baptized when I, when I was younger okay. and again, grew up in church and I, I knew all the Bible stories. I was there in Sunday school. I, mm-hmm. I was answering you Bible questions, whether you bribed me with candy or not during small group sessions. Yeah. Um, and, like I, I knew... I knew a lot about God, but I didn't know God. There um, is a difference. Then, yes, there is a big difference. Yes. Um, and then at the age of 15, I got invited to a youth conference. And there I, I experienced the full love of Jesus in a supernatural encounter with the presence of God. Yeah. Um, which I'd love to dive into that more in our own testimony episodes, sure. which stay tuned for, yeah. for some of those. Um, but yeah, gave my life back to God um, and then accepted a call to vocational ministry. Amen. Awesome, man. So, yeah, bro. Awesome. Now, with that, bro, yes. I, I got I got to know, like, how did you come to a relationship For with, sure, with Jesus? For sure, yeah. Um, I was raised in a Christian, um, the Christian faith. Mm. Um, 
both of my parents are believers and followers of Christ for many years. Come on. Um, my father is an ordained minister. So, you know, aspects of the faith were not foreign to me. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say I gave my life to Jesus when I was in elementary school okay. uh, during those years. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't fully commit to him when I was until I was in high school right. around the age of 14 and 15. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when I started to um, cultivate that authentic relationship right. that we're talking about. Yeah, man. And it was during that time where uh, the Lord was leading me and calling me to ministry. But I had to go through a uh, crazy process and yeah, growing. It's a, it's a crazy process. Exactly. It's a exactly. crazy process that we would love to share with y'all. For sure. And from that, yes. correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. which you can't because I was there. <laughs> you got baptized recently. I did. In I the did. ocean blue. In the ocean in blue. In the great Atlantic. The, the, the sandy ocean. Right? Given yes. new life in Christ. Amen. It was something that's long overdue, but it was beautiful and um, actually coming to Seacoast Church mm -hmm. and really seeing the, the beauty of the culture and yeah, um, how they emphasize baptisms yeah, and um, just taking your faith in Jesus to another level. And uh, I, it was something that I wanted to do this year, um, mm -hmm. but unfortunately didn't get a chance to before yep. coming to uh, Charleston for school. And uh, God plugged me into Seacoast yeah, and just seen their passion behind baptisms and, you know, um, mm -hmm. walking in the newness of life in Christ. Yeah, um, the Holy Spirit began to convict me. It's like, this is where you need to be. You're going right to get here, baptized. Bro. Right here. And so it was humbling. Dunk you in. Pull, I didn't know pull how. You out. <laughs> pull you out. Exactly. I didn't know uh, what it would look like. I didn't know if it was going to be in the actual church or, or on church grounds, mm -hmm. should I say, right. or the ocean. And it just worked out that way where it was in the ocean. So just Beautiful, bro. real authentic. That like ties that. in God's creation. Yes, yes, man. yes. That's amazing. That's Amen. awesome. So with that and kind of segueing a little bit, like talking about church, yes. you getting connected with Seacoast Church prompts this next question. Also, this is not a plug for Seacoast yes. Church. We just love them a lot. <laughs> yes. We, we love them we a do. lot. A we love church. them so much. God, God bless them so yes. much. A abundantly man but from that like what has your involvement been with the church you, you you talked a bit how you accepted christ when you were younger yes um your father was a minister like what's been your involvement with the church like then and now for sure so um back in new york i uh, served in the children's ministry um in my home church family church in middletown new york mm -hmm. um where i served as a uh children um, um kindergarten teacher okay um it started out as a four-year-old's classroom uh, assistant i see you. and then um for for one year it was that and then the second year it was a kindergarten teacher and um that's when the lord was really opening up doors for me and confirming things in me um and now home um in charlotte north carolina for the past i want to say year and a half or so um Carmel Baptist Church okay, in Pineville Matthews. Uh, okay, Charlotte okay. is is home mm. for me. But um that's that's my experience with uh church. Um I would love to hear a little bit of your your experience. Yeah, in, bro, in man. Church. I mean, like I said, grew up in church, volunteered kind of all my life. Yeah. Like we, we we were the ones like after service, like mm -hmm. if we can stack chairs, then we fun to stack <laughs> chairs. If you know what I mean. It was a whole chair stack off. Yes. 
which served me so well in uh, my youth group, middle school and high school days on trying to uh, attract a mate, if you will, through yeah. the how proficient I was at the art of mm. stacking furniture. Just a little bit of sauce. Just a little bit of sauce, <laughs> which is so funny because I totally <laughs> met my future wife uh, at youth group stacking chairs. <laughs> so yes, anyways, yes. that's a fun joke. Um, but yeah, volunteered all my life. Um, got the call into ministry at 15. Yeah hit the ground running, served in my youth group in every capacity I was, whether that was worship, whether that was speaking, whether that was small group leading. I'm yeah. um, just kind of, just try to get as plugged in as I possibly could. Um, and then over the past couple years, mainly the last couple years of high school yeah. um, and kind of the start with the past couple years of college before um, moving to Charleston and starting, you know, my new walk with the church here at, at, at Seacoast, at yeah. SEU. Yeah. Um, I, I struggled a lot with, you know, I guess you you could classify it as church hurt. And I understand church hurt. It has a different definition for different people, but regardless there became a divide that formed between me and the church that often, um, you know, had me questioning my faith, questioning my loyalty to the church as well as, as to the gospel. And that was a hard thing to fight, especially when, you know, you're, you're such a young kid called to do such a big thing with that is ministry. And, ministry especially vocationally is serving the local church and how can you do that when there is you know there's yeah there's disgruntled divide and there's disagreements and unresolved conflict both on my own immaturity and the immaturity of some of the churches that i was at um along with how, how do i say it along with some hypocrisies that have been known to be in the church. And we say this, and I talk about this, that we love the the church. Really, really yes, do yes, love do. the church. And actually, our we next do. episode is going to be about why we love the church so much. Stay tuned. While we're for the church so much, we are yes. loyal to God's church, the bride of Christ. Come on. But at the same time, it would be a lie to not say that there was some hurt in there in the midst yeah. of, of, of my serving. Um, you know, And we'd love to get into that in another episode. Yeah. But yeah, no, right now, I'm currently a part of Seacoast Church. I've yes. experienced a lot of healing yes. and a lot of hunger, man. A lot go. of hunger to get back at it, Amen. serving the bride of, of Christ. Yeah, dude. That's... Sure. God knows where you need to be Heck yeah. to reinvigorate and revitalize oh, yeah. things that, you know, maybe have been kind of waned right. or just dormant for some time. For sure, man. Yeah, man. For sure. Well, thank you so, for sharing. Yeah, no. I also am a member at Seacoast Church. I don't know if I said that, but yes. I, I mean, you're at SEU. <laughs> <laughs> this is we're just I mean, in the same building. This is true. This is true. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've been officially baptized in the in the church. I don't know what the <laughs> I don't know what the what, what the member process is. I'm just just a Christ follower, man. Uh-huh. I don't know what y'all talking about. Yes. So. Anyways, um, so yeah, so we want to go ahead and dive into this episode now that you've gotten a chance to get to know us just a little bit. Um, And kind of in this episode, we really want to break down, first off, how did the Grace Project get started? What's our mission? What's yeah. our vision? How did this all come come about? Um, we want to eventually dive into what is a Grace Project, which yes. is a phenomenal, <laughs> like not to pat ourselves on the, on the back because mm-hmm. it's full revelation from the high heavens. There's a um, story. There's a full story, but uh, how we coined the term uh, Grace Project or Project of Grace, if you will. Um, and then we would also would love to dive into what can y'all expect from a, a normal episode, per yeah. per se, um, you know, the future of the Grace Project podcast and some dreams and goals and uh, vision that we hope um, 
we'll, we'll, we'll come from this. But yeah, yeah. we want to dive right into sure. the origin story. Yes. Like full Wolverine, Ooh, but but without all the painful adamantium in his bone <laughs> skeleton, bro. Like, yes. So, um, how about we do it where you say your perspective first, okay, and then I'll that say works. mine. I okay. mean, that's kind of how it, it yes. started. Yeah, that's kind of so how it started. We're gonna fall into order. Yes. yes. So, without giving too much of my testimony away, because we want to save that for yeah. specifically uh, further episodes in time, y'all can let us know if you want to see <laughs> see those. Um, yeah. But about six to eight months ago, I was in a season of waiting a season of waiting um, for a plan and a purpose that God had called for me that was to move to Charleston, that was to fully pursue worship ministry, um, which I wasn't doing at the time. I was actually um, going to college for youth ministry. I spent two years at school um, back home in Indiana. And in that waiting time, waiting kind of for this second semester of sophomore year to come to a close, for the summer to commence, and for God to ship me off to a whole new horizon, yeah. a, a promised land, if you will. Yeah. Um, kind of with that, God began to cultivate in my heart um, that kind of an, an overflow of creativity and a desire from that to teach. Um, I'm a songwriter. I love yeah. to songwrite. I got to the point where during those that that second semester, I was writing a song every single day. Wow. Maybe not a full song. Yeah. But it was writing a song or a piece of a song or getting some kind of revelation from God in a new way that rearticulates faith. Yeah. Like consistently on the daily. I love it, man. And with that also came the idea of hey, like I love worshiping God. Yeah. Like I'm. Like heart of David, heart of a worshiper. Yes. Like I will stand firm in that. That like if I don't have confidence in any gifting that I have, it's in worship. It is in having a heart of worship. Yes. Um. But I was in a season where I couldn't okay. worship. I was kind of on sabbatical. God like benched me. Yeah. Bop. Yeah. You're 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 all down, man. Yeah, man. Um. So from that came this desire to teach, uh, and came about this avenue of doing it in the form of a podcast. So okay. I actually got working on a solo podcast that I was working on, um, and unfortunately never got it off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I, I don't really know if that was God being like your your motives are wrong, yeah. or you you need to wait because the place is not paved yet for you to step into that um, yeah. as assignment. So I came here. Um, got to know you, yeah. which funny story, real quick of how we met, quick segue. <laughs> so I came to preview at Seacoast in March, yeah, March of 2023. That's right. And on the last day of my tour visit, yeah, it was my first. It day. was your first day of my your tour day. visit, yeah. So we kind of hit it off the bat. Moms talked, you and me talked, yeah. Um, saw each other again in August mm-hmm. and kind of just hit the ball rolling. Just since kind of day one, naturally since day one, y'all. Day one, since day one, hit it off. Hit it off like like Babe Ruth with a baseball and bat. We've been rolling home since. run, <laughs> full send, baby. Yes, sir, man. Um, and yeah, and from that just developed a relationship. Um, so fast forward to where this all birthed. Yeah, I'm in this room, which for those of y'all watching, we are in my my bed, my bedroom right mm-hmm. now, in my bedroom. <laughs> and it's very it's very neat and upkept. Thank you. And, you know. Yeah. Anyways, well, let's, 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 let's stick to the point here. Don't <laughs> sidetrack me right now. I'm in my room. Yeah. I'm procrastinating on homework. Like really, don't. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about anything but what I got to do. Yeah. And uh, spent some time actually praying to God. And through that, um, kind of started to receive this assignment of, hey, what about that podcast idea? Yeah. Maybe you should go back to that. I'm like, okay, God, Mm. I see you right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we went back to it um, and actually went back to an old spoken word that I had wrote 
um, which we'll talk a bit more about that later. Yeah. Um, and from that gave this idea of the Grace Project podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like that that that's great, God, but we know where we came from with this. Yeah. We we are we already tried this before. Mm-hmm. What's gonna be different about this time? And he said, Call Tyler. Yeah. Like Ty Ty Tyler? <laughs> like my my black brother from another mother yeah, just man. met him in Ty-Ty. the Charleston area, Ty Ty. And he's Soy like, Joe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I uh, call call you up and I was like, hey, bro, I've got this idea for a podcast. Um, I w- want to bounce this idea off you. For sure, man. And so that's Cam's side of the story f- mm-hmm. from my perspective. Um, this entire year, um, God has been really growing me and, and um, leading me to a position of more of like getting out of the background and step more into... Um, one of the ways that he's gifted me, which is teaching. Come on. And so there are about three to four friends, personal close friends of mine that I've been hosting Bible studies okay. this entire year I back home in, in, in Charlotte. And um, the the day prior to you calling me, I was having a Bible study with a friend and we were after the Bible study, just having conversation, um, catching up and just, you know, she, I've known her for many years and we okay. were just talking about what was going on in each other's lives. And, she said how the Lord had um, put this desire for a podcast on her heart mm. and I was supporting her and, you know, like, that's amazing. And then right? she yeah. just kind of just thought up the, you know, just kind of threw out the idea of, you know, Tyler, you should start a podcast. I oh, mean, every time we're talking, we're, you know, you're the one that's teaching and, right. you know, we, you, you have helped me. And I'm like, okay, well, I didn't think too much of it. You know, I'm thinking, well, I know that God is leading me to ministry. You know, right. this is something that he's been doing for years, and that's why I'm here in Charleston at SCU. You right. know, you and to, your portable pulpit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going. I'm, I'm finally conceding to the whole, the call. Excuse right. Me. Finally right. conceding to the call and stepping into that. And I wasn't really thinking about um, expanding on a practical day to day sense of just right. having a podcast. Mm-hmm. And so that happened. The following day, you call me mm. and you talk about this uh this passion of yours that's on your heart and this vision that you have and how you know you gave me the the, the background story that we just gave uh our, our listeners and yeah. it was just so divinely appointed and, and divinely orchestrated constru- yeah, exactly orchestrated and it's just because and i i remember telling you like dude just yesterday. Just yesterday. Just yesterday. Just yesterday. While I was having a Bible study, a friend just said, Tyler, you should start a podcast. Right. So, it, mean, you know, but we both, um, we both prayed about it collectively and individually. And um, for me, it was, this is what I've called you to do. This is why you're here. Right. Yeah. Going into ministry and do this. Heck yeah, bro. Do this. You know, there was just nothing but green light. And, you know, this is it's to help people find mm-hmm. jesus you know to use our gifts um to help that come to fruition is Heck yeah bro it's it's the goal it's the heart so that's uh that's my story but you can see how it was just god working on you god yes, working on me bro. and just bringing us together the this, omnipresence bro you know coming I mean? in clutch man his divine providence man yeah bro so, so awesome. that's how kind of we got started um and that leads us into like this idea of a grace project this this product of grace if you will that we reveal in our mission statement and yes. our mission statement which we 
labored yeah. over. Yeah. Like not just sorting through scripture, but sorting through each other's hearts yes. sitting in my living room. It was the like, basement. torn on even just the fine <laughs> details and language with this. Um, but we finally, like God finally brought all the pieces together in this revelation, in this assignment. And like we said at the start of the episode, the Grace Project exists to break through the surface of religion, to reveal a real, authentic relationship centered around Jesus. It exists to strengthen one's identity as a project of grace, mm-hmm. which we're about to talk about. Yes. What does that mean? Identity as a project of grace and to ignite a vulnerable, passionate, authentic pursuit after Christ and his kingdom for his glory alone. Come on. Amen. 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 Come on. Come on now. So let's dive in real quick to what is a project of grace. Yes, sir. Um, so first off, where did it come from? Yeah. Now, when we when, when I called, called you up with this idea, it didn't just come out of nowhere. No. From that creativity, I experienced that last semester before I came here, those about six months ago, yeah. um, deviated from my songwriting route to writing a spoken word. Um, and in that spoken word, it was actually titled The Grace Project. Okay. Um, I, I'd never written anything like it. I hadn't written in poem form be, be before. Um, and with that, there was one particular line that set the tone for the entire poem, which who knows, maybe one day I'll actually speak the spoken word yeah. here. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode. Let us know if you want that. For sure. Um, and, and the specific line, the stanza was, I'm a project of grace and a product of mercy. Yeah unqualified and unworthy but i'm called to give him glory amen and from that um i I just love this idea uh, that we are a constant work in progress covered and driven by the grace of god that has called us for all that he has for us um this idea that mercy saves and and grace paves away amen that there's so much more um be behind our faith yeah. than than just typical religion like typical religious motions yeah that we so often go through um and man like j- just that I- idea of grace and so often it's something that we don't d- d- deserve but i don't no. think the magnitude of it that we don't d- deserve it but we're going to dive into that here yes, just sir. a little bit but I promise y'all we are not just <laughs> saying this word of mouth from our own heart from, no. our, from our own sinful uh you know being um, but we have pulled directly from scripture with this. We, we, have, we, we have dug, we have backed up, we've dug studied deep. the context. Yes. Exegeting the scriptures. Exegeting the scriptures. <laughs> That's a big word. It is. It is. <laughs> but, which is a fancy way of saying that we make sure that we spend time in God's presence spend and time in it. Allow, allowed him to interpret the scripture. And oh, we yes. weren't going to bring our own context, but just really we found the context that Right. God had. Oh, yeah. Stored. So let's dive yeah. right into it. Tyler, will you read for us our first bit? This is Romans 3, 23 through 26. For sure. And I'm reading from the New Translation. New, new Living. living. New, new Living. New Living. New, 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 new Living maybe. Translation. It is living. It is breathing. Yes. It's new. It's, it, it's, and it's living. Oh, bro, wait. It's reading you as you're reading it. Ooh. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, dive on so into it. <laughs> Romans chapter 3, verses uh, 23 through 26. For everyone has sinned. We fall short of, uh, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. Come on. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. Mm. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. 
This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past, for he was looking ahead and including them in what he mm. would do in this present time. Come on, right here. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness, mm. for he himself and for he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. Amen, brother. So kind of with that verse, um, like, first off, notice that it talks about grace. So we're obviously going to look into it. Yes. But I love how, especially in Romans, I think so often when we look specifically about the foundations of the faith that is found in Jesus, um, so often we go straight to the Gospels, yeah. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yeah. And we're like, that is where we learn about Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's where we get a full understanding and revelation of the Gospel because those are the gospels yeah. but actually like i really love looking at romans and ephesians and some of these other letters um from new testament writers specifically paul yes love our brother yes. paul saul turned to paul like oh the definition God. of like raised to life fully <laughs> new in christ brother gave him a whole new name amen the theology right bro, those romans bro. and ephesians Top five. Oh, yeah. It Especially was, it the book awesome. of Romans. That's top. But in that, the way that they're able to take the Gospels and re-articulate it in a way that's actually for the Gentiles. Yeah. The Gospels, yeah. like, especially like Matthew and John, were meant for the Jewish population. Yeah. For the Jewish culture. The one who grew up in the synagogue. Exactly. In the temples at Jerusalem, or temple at Jerusalem. Yeah. Um, but from this, like, Paul is directly talking to those who didn't grow up from that same background. Yeah. Very similar to us today. So from that, like, for everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glory centered. Yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. Mm -hmm. And from then goes into further painting a beautiful picture and re-articulating what our faith is entirely based around. Yeah. It, that it's based on what Christ has done for us. Um, that we are saved by grace through faith. Amen. And... Yeah, man. Like, j just just love that scripture, painting a picture, like, not just for us talking about grace now, but what it does in the whole scope of our faith. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's it's not the only scripture, though. It's not. No. Because okay. we, we're not one and done. No. No, no. We're not. Mm -mm -mm. not we're not your typical uh, college freshman <laughs> basketball player. We're not one and done. We're not mm -mm. one and done. We're not Zion Williamson here. <laughs> uh, but sure. no, we, we, we've got another one. Romans yes. 5, 20 through 21. Would you read that for us? Of now? course. The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase. Mm. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more. Ooh. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness okay. to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And that's the New Lit new International Version. NIV, baby. Can NIV. you read verse 21 again? Of course. Come on. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also might grace, excuse me, just so that sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Man, bro, like, can can we take a second to break that down a bit? Yes. Because while that's so much shorter than the other, like, passage <laughs> that we just read. There's a lot there. There's a lot in there. There's Same book, there. but there's a lot in there. Yeah, man. So I went through and, and looked at this um, and looked at the uh, Hebrew word for grace, yeah. which if I'm pronouncing this correctly is pronounced hen. Mm -hmm. It's like hen, like, like, like the chicken, but with something in your throat. Hen, <laughs> which I... <laughs> 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 
which translates to um, in, in in the Hebrew, anything that induces a favorable response or something we find ourselves drawn to. Yeah. Um, it's also known as an undeserving favor. Yeah. What that's saying is like God's grace. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure Come I just say this. God's grace. Yes. Come on, brother. Let, let me go back real quick, quick to the prodigal son. Yes. Because when do. I think of grace, that's what I think of. Come on, Cam. That when we walk in grace, we are wrapped in it like the Come prodigal's on, coming home. Yes, sir. Come and on. And with that, we don't deserve the favor. No, we do not. We do not deserve the favor. Yet the Father is drawn to us. He is actively chasing after us. We are His. Yes. We are His creation. He is drawn to His creation because He made it, and that is His. Yes. We are fully His. Yeah, man. And in that, we do not deserve the favor. Yet he comes running after us and gives the favor anyways, even when we were the ones that left. And there are ones that stayed, like the brother on the farm who stayed. And yet the father comes and wraps the prodigal in a robe, a magnificent Mm. robe. Put rings on his finger, way better than than, than my bling I'm wearing right right now. I don't know about that. No, I mean, they're, bro, they're, they're no, it was full on gold. Yes, not cheap Amazon costume jewelry. Mm-mm. He was shining. He was shining. He was shining. Shining. Restored. <laughs> restored. Fully restored. Put sandals on his feet where he had none, man, and, and took him home. Had a whole feast and celebrated and said, "Look, my son has come home." Yeah, and he was fully wrapped in grace. Yeah, in that he did not deserve it. So yeah. let's get this. Like, first off, we don't deserve it. We don't. We don't deserve it. We don't. At all. We don't deserve the favor. We don't deserve the forgiveness that comes as a product of grace. You cannot forgive someone without grace. Yeah. Come on. So, with that, I want to keep diving into grace real quick. Just just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Real quick. Uh, There's a commentary I love. It's called Enduring the Word. It's fantastic commentary. Um, I love it so much. And my youth pastor at home gave it to me when I first started, like, you know, not just preaching, but actively teaching the word. Yeah. How do we further ex- exegete the word beyond just the context, but also the context of the words within that passage? Yeah. And when we look at this passage, specifically Romans 5, 20 through 21, mm-hmm. um, it says here, grace reigns through righteousness. Mm. Many people have the idea that when grace reigns, uh, there will be a disregard for righteousness and a casual attitude towards sin. Mm. In other words, uh, just to be clear, they think here grace is a friend to sin. It is not. It is not. Grace is not a friend to sin. Come on. It goes on. But that isn't the reign of grace at all. Paul wrote in another letter uh, what grace teaches for us. This is coming out of Titus 2, 11 through 12. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly and worldly lusts we should live soberly righteously and godly in the present age Mm. y'all grace reigns through righteousness and grace teaches righteousness it's not enough for us to just be clothed by it no it's not enough for us to, to just try it on no it's for us to be fully wrapped in it and that as we as Grace reigns through righteousness. Yes. Through God's holiness. A righteousness that we cannot obtain on our own. No. We are not righteous. No. We are we sinners. Are it's that lack of righteousness of on. righteousness that separated us from God in the very first place. Exactly. That's the reason for the cross's existence in the first place. Why Jesus came. God came in the form of man that was Jesus, the incarnate Son of God. 
only begotten. Only begotten son. Of the same nature and essence as the father. Yes, but shared yes. our flesh and blood from that died a criminal's death on a cross. Come on. Went into the grave, came out three days later, yes, holding sir. the keys of death in his hands. Rising. And said, I will give you favor. Victorious. Even though you put me there, I took that cross for you where you should have been. I yes. took the tomb where you should have should, been. Mm-hmm. I descended to hell itself, faced the devil head on, and reclaimed the keys of your soul if you choose to believe it. Come on. If you choose to take it, that gift Come of on. grace that I'm actively handing to you, exactly. that gift of grace I'm actively wrapping you in. Come on. That coat of many graces, not just many <laughs> colors, many graces, many graces upon you, many favor upon you that which Come you do on. not deserve. Come on. And from that, it actually teaches us not just, or like, like we're not just like righteousness through grace, yeah. but grace actually teaches us how to be righteous. The thing, yeah. the very thing that we couldn't be. Yeah. It goes on to talk about how um, in the, this commentary, how grace reigns to eternal life. Yeah. God's grace gives us something and takes us somewhere. It gives more than never-ending life. Eternal life has the idea of a present quality of life, God's quality of life, given to us right now, not simply when we die. What we're talking about is that, like we said, grace reigns through righteousness. Yeah. But along with that, grace teaches righteousness, yeah. meaning that we don't have to wait till we get to heaven to be righteous. No. It starts right now. Or, or, or to even learn or to experience that quality of life that God desires for us that so many people, you know, brush off to heaven. Yeah. Say yeah. that we'll get there one day. It starts we'll, right now. Right. One day I will defeat my battle with lust mm. and, and live lust free. Come on. One day I won't be addicted to what I'm addicted to anymore. One day uh-huh. I won't lie anymore. One day I won't have horrible urges to look at people in my eyes. That's still lust. But yeah. like. Yeah. It it starts right now. Right, it starts right now. And the fact is, is that like so often we talk about like you, like you, you get baptized, right? You uh, believe in in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. You are saved in that moment. You are baptized both in water and in the fires of the Holy Spirit. You are changed, Mm -hmm. but from that change, many people, especially in in the in the church, I don't think it's often emphasized. Yeah, um, or even like destroys the confusion around it. Yeah. The fact that like we don't have to wait to heaven to get to that. No. That when we are, when we are raised to new life, the yeah. same way Jesus was named was raised to new life, we have the ability to then walk in the glory of God that is before us to actually live those righteous acts out. Come on. Actually live it out. Live it out. We actually get to live a new life. Yes, sir. Not default back to the old programming and then when we actually go to heaven we're transitioning to a place, not transitioning to a new life. Eternal life starts now. Come on. Starts now so that we won't die Yeah. later on. Come on. And from that, you know, the, it's this entire idea that, that we get to be a child of God wrapped in his grace and not try to be a child. Yeah. We don't have to try Man. anymore. Like eternal life starts now. Yeah. You can be in that grace and righteousness. You don't Brother. have to wait. You don't have to try it on. Brother, God is so good. So good. Can I just share this real Go quick? Go for it, man. Take it so right now. Just piggybacking off what you said. So we established that grace is this unmerited favor of God, right? Unmerited. And so it's not it's not deserved. Nope. It's not earned. You can't buy it. No. Nope. It's God's favor. It's a gift it's a that gift. we he, he gives us. Salvation mm-hmm. is a gift of his grace, his mm-hmm. unmerited favor. And God is so good that it's not where 
Jesus comes, like you said, he lives a life that we should have lived. Right. You know, fulfills the law where we we break the law. We're nope. transgressors. We're the ones that, you know, are haters of God, as mm -hmm. Romans says. But yes. Jesus lives a perfect, sinless, spotless life. Come on. Fulfills the law to completion. Fulfills it. Fulfills it. Not Doesn't like abolish it. it. No. Doesn't get rid of it. No, mm -hmm. he fulfills the law. Fully fulfills. Okay. In our place. Then he dies the death of a criminal that was due to me and you. We are the mm. lawbreakers. Yes. Right? We are the lawbreakers. We are the totally. sinners. We are the transgressors of God. But Jesus steps, as you were, like in the courtroom mm -hmm. and says, Come these charges are against Tyler. These charges are against Cam and humanity. I'm going to step in their 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 place. Mm -hmm. The charges are going to be brought on me. Come on. Steps in our judgment. The wrath of God that the Bible says are due to sinners because of our sin. Because yep. God Come is on. holy. We have to remember God is holy. God is righteous. But mm. that wrath that was due to me and due to you is poured out on Jesus on the cross. Mm. He satisfies the wrath of God. He's the propitiation, which is the, the, the appeasement of God's wrath. Mm. Come on. He satisfies the wrath of God, dies the death that we should have died, raises victorious over death, hell, and the grave, Come and on. sin Hallelujah. on that third day. Come on. But then this is how good God is because so it's good. not like, okay, so how Jesus good? does Come all of that for us, right? And then we... We believe in him being saved, having eternal life, but then now it's our responsibility to upkeep mm. our salvation. It's, our, it's now our responsibility to be righteous. Mm. No, that's not what God does. Yep. So even when we place our faith in Jesus and we have eternal life and are saved, God does what? He gives us his Holy Spirit Ooh. that leads and guides us in this new life that transforms this hardened, rock-solid apathetical heart callous heart for him and gives us a heart of flesh Spirit that he can mold and shape Come and on. speak to a heart that desires him a heart that desires righteousness this Come new on. heart that now desires the things of god mm. and so god is holy and just and, and and is the one that saves us through christ but then god even with the believer mm. is the Come one on. that helps us live out this this new life, this new righteous, life, this Come new on. standard that we have as Christians, mm -hmm. we're not doing it in our strength. No. Nope. We are still submitting to God and it's God that does the work through us. God is so good because at the Amen. end of the day, it's still God. It's still God. It's still God. It's still God. It's not me proving to be righteous. No, and you and can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. We need the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is God doing it through us. Yeah, so you it, can't, you can't like, get away with it. Bro, like, I mean, think about it, bro. Like when the veil was torn, like the veil torn at the moment that the price of sin was paid. Come on. Like think about that, that, that too. Come on. Like Jesus descended into hell. Yes. Like it was over. Yeah. The veil marked it torn. If the mm -hmm. veil was torn when Jesus exited the, the tomb, it'd be mm -hmm. a different story. Yeah. But the moment Jesus died, the debt was paid. Same day. Cha-ching. Like hell's bank account. Come on. Like no more debt. No full. More. Zero budget. Paid in full. In full, in baby. Full, he the paid veil it. tore, and then the Holy Spirit entered in. Come on. Which means that while the veil was torn, the Holy Spirit came so that it could wrap us yes. as a coat of grace. But I love that you even brought that up, the veil being torn. That has a lot of implications. Mm -hmm. Can you expound on that, Cam? Because for our readers that don't know, this veil that you're saying is being torn when Jesus yes. died, what does that veil represent? Yes. So first off, for those of you who don't know what a veil is, mm -hmm. within the temple within Jerusalem, 
both the one that was um, you know created by David and 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 Sol- Solomon back in the Old Testament, as well as the second one that was done um, after the Israelites returned from Babylon. Yes. Inside the very center of the temple, which there were different layers. There were outer courts and inner courts and um, place of holies, uh, similar to that built off of the tabernacle that the uh, Israelites came and set up when they were wandering throughout the desert before they entered into the promised land. Yeah. With that, there was a section called the Holy of Holies, Mm. where the Ark of the Covenant, God's very presence, rested. It was the only place in all the world it could rest. Yes. Because of the um, chasm, if you will, between us and God due to us being plagued by sin, Mm -hmm. us choosing to go our own way and not God's way, create an eternal separation to where God could not walk among us the way he did in the garden. No. He couldn't do it anymore. So he resided there. That was the only place of which he could reside. And there was an entire process of which the priests, Mm -hmm. uh, those who would consider themselves holier than thou in in some case, which we don't (laughs) talk about them until we get to the gospels. but a point where, where the priests would go through an entire cleansing process, yeah, man. a rigorous process, mm. both of heart and spirit and body itself. This was serious. It was very serious. Very and then serious. they would have, they would wear a robe with bells at the bottom. Yes. And then they would have a, a rope tied around them and it would mm-hmm. enter through this giant curtain. Now this curtain was, correct me if I'm wrong, something like 60 feet high. It, it, was, it, was, it was 60 huge, feet high and thick. three feet it was thick. thick. It was thick. This is some like heavy five C's thick. Big curtain. It was a big curtain. Big, like like big is like an understatement. Big old curtain, baby. Big old curtain. It was thick. thick. Like you need multiple people to yes. move it just to get the guy through. Yes. And he would enter into this to, to commune with, with with God. Like once a year, they go through this entire process, and mm-hmm. then once a year, Day of Atonement. Right, yes, Day of Atonement. Yeah. Thank you so much. I got sir. you. I got you. I got oh, you. Man. I got you. This is so good. And then enter in and like. Depending on, like, how well that cleansing process worked, yeah, like not just the of the of the body, but the spirit and the mind yeah. and, and the heart would determine if that person lived or died. It had to be purified. And, yes, and if they were not purified, they were yeah. not pure They're in the not, presence yeah. of a pure, holy God, yeah, a fully righteous God of which you were you you were not, no matter how much you said you were a righteous man, yeah, like you would fall dead. Yes, which is why they had the bells so they could hear you if you if you yeah. died, and they would pull you back. Mm-hmm. So it's this eternal separation of God that was both separated like physically by a veil yeah. and also spiritually by death itself. Come on. Which is why they would actually die when they went into that room. Yeah. So when the veil itself was torn, mm. Come it meant on. that Jesus, like I love this analogy of us each on a different side of a chasm yeah. and what Jesus did on the cross, the cross became a bridge, yeah. a literal bridge that allows us to recommune with God and for God to recommune with us yeah to be in the same physical space yeah as him come on so with that um that came primarily through the advocate that was the whole the holy spirit yeah the, the holy spirit part of the the trinity we can dive more into that later yeah. but with that that holy spirit now takes the place of where the veil was and it's completely countercultural to what it was whereas the veil was meant to block mm-hmm. the, the uh Holy Spirit was meant to clothe and mm-hmm. to bring in and to connect. Yeah. Full Beautiful. of grace and love. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. And can I can I expand on yes, that? Yes, just go a little for bit. It. Just okay. a little bit. Just a so, little bit. So that veil being torn when Christ died, all of that. But like you said, mm-hmm. only the high priest 
can go before only the that, highest that priest. throne that 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 veil excuse mm-hmm. me only the high priest had that access to go so like ordinary you know uh uh um temp priests could not go in bro we couldn't go in we there. couldn't go in no so no, only we, the we highest go in there. Mm-hmm. of the high priest can go behind that that veil that curtain and so the way i, I see it is when jesus died he is saying that no longer do my people have to go to any man or woman Ooh. to come to my presence i am like you said jesus is that bridge He's that bridge. There's, he is the high priest. He is the high. He's priest. the new high priest. That's why Hebrews says, "So we don't have a high priest that can sympathize with our weaknesses." Come which on, it's a play on words, which really say, saying that we do have a high priest that does sympathize with mm. our weaknesses, one who, in every regard, in every respect, was tempted as we are, talking about Jesus, but yet without sin. So mm. Jesus, we can bring him our pain and our suffering. We can bring him our hurt because no longer do we have to go to a man or a woman to sympathize no longer do we have to go to a man to forgive us of our sins but we have access to the father through mm. jesus and what he has done jesus is that high priest he is that bridge that connects us to the father we have that relationship through what he has provided and that is ultimately through his sacrifice yeah bro Oh man, it's, it's just so good. it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. God is so good. And when you actually, and that's a, that's a thing, y'all, that we we really would love to do with yeah. this podcast is to be able to go in depth on some of those things. Like, how often do we read about or even look at a, at a diagram of what the temple looks like? Yeah, and then we understand what the holy of holies was, mm-hmm. what it meant when Jesus says he is the new high priest. Yeah. And you're like, wait, is he a new religious leader? No, no. he's the one that stands in our place exactly. now, who can enter in to the very presence of God come on and then connect us to it come on and y'all it's just like that's what we want to do here that's really what we want to do here is to be able to to help provide some of those dots and we're learning about some of those dots even as we are like making these episodes yeah and some of this from our own previous knowledge some of what we learned some of it's straight from the Holy Spirit hallelujah thank you Jesus for speaking through us and it not being our own mouth and tongue and words but yours alone come on um but yeah, y'all, like that's what we that's what we love to do. That's yeah. what, what we want to do. Yeah. So with that, I love to segue into yes, more about these episodes. Yeah. Let, let's get off the pulpit for a minute. Let's, let's like <laughs> step off the platform. We could stay there all day. We we could be there all day. We could keep going yes. and y'all would fall asleep. But it's okay. <laughs> we go around in circles because oh gosh, the, the sacrifice yes. and the resurrection of Jesus again is so beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful, amazing. man. And I think the more that we're able to dig into that and understand all the nuances and all the cross-references yeah. and all the contexts, um, we, we can better see that. Yes, but with sir. that being said, um, so, like this is very similar to what we do in most episodes. Mm-hmm. This is what we have planned for most episodes. Cam, what can they expect? Oh, man, what they can respect. Can well, first expect? off, um, well, let's go in first off what you can expect and then what you can't yes. ex- expect. What you can expect is episodes okay. um, as far as regularity goes right now we're working with um the, the possibility of releasing an episode every two weeks okay keep in mind we are college students yes we're paying lots of money to go to go to college <laughs> yes we so, are to get these biblical de- degrees if you will <laughs> to use for the lord right to use for the lord these pieces yes. of paper of credibility uh, <laughs> to our ability to teach and yeah. uh, direct those to the presence of God. Yeah. Um, that's a very overly elegant way to say it. Mm-hmm. But right now we're looking at um, you know two episodes a month or every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, again, we're going to be diving very deep. Yeah. We're, we're going to do our, our best to 
um, you know, but provide all, all the details we feel like we need to for each episode and really take time to, to cultivate these. So, so they're not just very biblically sound teaching, yeah. but they're also relevant and relatable and a good quality listening experience. We hope this is a good quality listening experience for y'all yeah. or a good quality watching experience. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see. So within that also, within the episodes itself, um, we have three main factors in each episode, mm-hmm. content-wise, that we always want to hit. First off, Jesus is at the, the, the center. If be. y'all couldn't tell, we are crazy passionate about yes. Jesus. He and is the center. Jesus, I had an old mentor, uh, no, actually an old professor who was a mentor, mm-hmm. um, tell me back when I was studying for youth ministry, that no matter what you do, Jesus is, is the center, and the center always holds. Amen. And if you put anything else in the center, it won't hold. He is the crumble cornerstone. and break. He is the chief The chief cornerstone. cornerstone. He is the chief. The rock the builders re- rejected, yes. yet yes. holds fast in all. Come on. And you know, we are gonna put him at the center of everything. Yes. And also, too, if we don't put Jesus at the center, <laughs> you do not hear about Jesus yeah. in each episode. Cancel us, please. Yes. Cancel it, us right then and there. This is cancel not gonna us. work. We are giving you permission. This is not <laughs> you gonna crazy work. culture of people <laughs> to cancel us right here and now. <laughs> If we don't go on our word here, Jesus is going to be at the center of each and every Amen. episode. Amen. Now, along with that, yes. something that I, I love too, that, that you like had us go into what the veil was and not yeah. just let us talk about it. Mm-hmm. That was the context behind yes. what Jesus did. And y'all, context is key. Context We're not just going to pull key. verses out of thin air. We're not just going to no. pull Bible verses out of thin air. We're not going to you know, pull uh, Philippians mm. uh, fourth. Uh, was it four four thirteen four thirteen yeah, yeah I almost four thirteen four thirty I'm like <laughs> well, it's not four thirty it's definitely not time that was hours ago no Philippians four thirteen yeah for I can do all things through Christ who, who gives me strength me. and that's yeah. not so that you as a uh, you know Florida Gators mm. football mm. player can finally beat Alabama in the playoffs that's Stepping not it toes. at all that's not it at all no it, actually toes. Paul was writing that from prison. I'm not snorted there. I'm exactly. Saying it, this is from prison, y'all. From prison, man. Yeah, and it's context is key. Yes, and there's so much. I think when we don't put context in, it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's hurtful. It's hurtful. It hurts people. It is. I think that's where the it church is. hurts yeah. most. Come on. Like, and again, we love the church. Yes. We are all for the church. Yes. But there have been times where churches fall yeah. because they lack a context, because the, the scriptures are used to manipulate conversations and topics and political agendas and social norms mm. and all this. It's Come used on. as a way to fabricate what the truth is instead of pulling from the fabrication of what the truth already is. Come on. What it already is. Come on. And with that, man, like we're just, yeah. we, we're all about providing, like, who is the author of this book? Yeah. Who wrote it? What's the times? What 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 is the time? What's the, What's cultural, the cultural norms, relevance? right? Yeah. The, the relevance of it. Yeah. Like, what state of mind might he have been in? Yeah. So, you know? yeah, man. So, we, so we want to have Jesus at the center. Mm-hmm. We want to s- structure that around and build it around in context. And we also want to dive into practicality. Yes. It is not enough for y'all to just mm-hmm. hear us talk. And talk and talk and talk because you can hear that on a Sunday morning. You can hear that on another podcast. Yeah. Honestly, you can listen to a completely different podcast yeah. and get the same thing. It's true. That's that's totally fine. It's true. But we want to give you all practical elements that you can actually like not just. How does this apply? Right, like read and talk about yeah. faith, but walk in faith. Like we're supposed to, we're supposed to walk by yes. faith, not, not by, by sight. sight. And if you're just reading, uh huh. 
I'm not. Like, I mean, listen. Even James said, "Don't just be hearers of the word, ooh, but be come on. doers of it." Right? Be doers. Don't so, just listen to us, y'all. Actually, go out and exactly. do it. Exactly. This it, is practical application for your everyday life, your new eternal <laughs> life you have in Christ <laughs> by the grace of God. Exactly, because we're breaking through the surface of religion. That's the heart. Come on. You know, and we're we're trying to cultivate authenticity and what that looks like, and so religion is just being puffed up with knowledge. Yeah. Come on. But authentic sincere relationship is okay i know what your word says i know about you jesus come on now, how does that apply in a tangible sense Absolutely. in my everyday life so Absolutely. we're trying not to just be hearers or even readers because we no. can just be readers of the word but what does it mean to do what what does that look like right and we want to go beyond the with so with so many people especially pastors in our modern day they'll, they'll give a sermon and they'll give their points and they'll get to the practical application part yeah and they'll stick to uh pray read read, read your bible and make friends or community within yeah. well, like other people who also read their bible and pray yeah. and that might be boiling it down too much no for simplifying it and i'm not saying that it's all churches yeah. who step into this but at the same time y'all like what does it mean to actually pray yeah. What does it mean to actually read your Bible and not just read it, but to study it yes. and to read the, the word, word and have the word read you Come and on. be able to, to to listen to what the word is speaking to you, to be hearers of it, to be doers of it, to walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah, brother. Um, and we want to actually reach into those practical elements. So that's what you can expect in yes. each episode. Yeah. Jesus at the center, context supporting around it, and then a practical application of how can we actually take this and use it. In our own authentic, real, vulnerable, yeah. critical relationship yes. with Jesus. Because that's discipleship. That's discipleship. Jesus came to not make converts, but he came to make disciples. disciples. That was the, that's the great commission, right? That, that, that's the great commission all the world and, and so many people. And you won't get that in your typical small group. You won't. Come on. I'm going to say it in a, a bold way. Because there, there are some small groups out there who do do this. But most churches do not equip small groups to do this. Yes. Because the church itself doesn't do it. Come on. Come on. So with that, yes. like again, Jesus is at the center, context around it, yes. and practical application. And in that practical application, we also want to provide you resources. We want to be a hub of resources. We are going to, to the best of our God-given ability mm -hmm. and also our ability to go back and listen to these podcast <laughs> episodes. I'm going to be honest, like I'm going to edit all these and I don't even know if I'm going to be able to listen to them all. <laughs> I'm going to be straight with y'all. But to the best of our ability. Yeah. We're going to quote the scripture that we use. Yeah. We're going to provide books, other podcasts, other uh, teachers of, of, of the word, other specific sermons that you can listen to, what we feel like fully connects to this topic the best that we can. Some weeks it'll be more than others, mm -hmm. um, but to provide you actual resources. Like I wish when I was 15 and I yeah. got this call to ministry and this is a newfound love for Jesus. Yeah. And I actively wanted to step out in faith. I didn't know where, where to step. Yeah. And no one was helping pointing me, me to it. Yeah. And my pastors could only go so far. But with the hunger and desire I had for Jesus, yeah. you, I had to go elsewhere. Yeah. And then I learned too that like church cannot just be Sunday morning faith. No. It can't even be Sunday morning and Wednesday night youth group faith. Yeah. And youth group only goes so far too. Yeah. I grew a lot in youth group, but it yeah. only could go so far Same. for the collective. Yeah. You have to take charge of your own individual yeah. faith. It has yeah. to be a faith that sustains you Monday through Sunday, not just Sunday. Yes. And then, Come on. bro. Come on, Cam. Heck, bro. I, 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 I'm, Come bro, on. I'm going to keep going. The brother's fired up. Let's go. Oh, man. Come on. Come on, Pastor Cam. It says that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Ooh. I will fear I will fear no, no evil, evil. For you have comforted me. 
Thy rod and thy staff. Thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. They comfort me, man. Uh-huh. But bro, yes. so often we're walking through the valley uh-huh. of the shadow of death. Yes. Not just like the valley. No. Not just a shadow. Shadow of <laughs> death, the y'all. Death. Like, like, I mean, like when David wrote that, brother was going through a lot. Right? Like crossbone tombstones in the grave. <laughs> you lose. Shadow of death, He baby. was going through it. You're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And for so many people, the shadow of death is Monday through Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. It's Monday through Saturday. Their work. They got a Sunday morning faith. Yeah. And that's not what we're about. That's not what we're about. That's not what Christ is about. No. You are supposed to be able to walk through that and fear no evil. Yeah. And his rod and his staff will comfort you. And we'd love to dive into that more in another episode. For sure. A whole episode on Psalm 23 and what that means and how dumb sheep are and how we are the sheep. (laughs) We are the sheep. (laughs) We are the sheep. And he is our shepherd. Thy rod and thy staff, they hurt (laughs) and they comfort us. Yes. But with that, like, if it's just on a Sunday morning. That's not going to sustain you. It's not going to sustain you. It's not going to comfort you. It's not. You're looking for comfort and it's not there. Because we live in a real world. Real where world. There's real pain and real, real hurt and real mm. challenges. And my 30 minute sermon that I heard from Sunday is not going to help me last and persevere through right hell. On, on your heart. You know, Monday, like you have to be plugged in. You have to be plugged into in. in the word of God. You, that's what relationship is with Jesus. You know, oh, you can't expect, think of it in a practical sense. If I eat a big meal um, on Sunday, right? like, I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you, Cam, right. but like a brother's going to be hungry in like three hours. And I'm that's being gracious. Hungry, especially if I worked out. You that, know what I mean? That, that so, day. If I was doing kingdom work that day. Exactly. I'm going to be hungry. Exactly. I'm hungry. I'm exactly. You know what I mean? Something so, growling. <laughs> so why do we think spiritually, the spiritual food that we get on Sunday is going Come to on. be able to sustain us Mm-mm. without rechecking it and nah, getting into the word and, 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 and feeding on it Monday through Saturday. You have to be daily eating and, Bro, and coming it says to the word a, of God. Right? What, what, what is that? a scripture. Uh, the, the word was with God and the word, word was, was God. God. Yep. And it says that uh, Jesus is the bread of life. Yes. That word became flesh and dwelt among us. Right. He is the, he is the he, yes. Come if on. If you're not, if you're only eating on Sunday, how are you going to get through the entire week? You're going to be anorexic. Yep. Nope. You know, it's not going to be healthy for you. No. So, no, but we want to provide a hub of resources for y'all that encourage discipleship. So. Yeah, that's what you can expect in, a, in an episode. And real quick, what yeah. you can expect. <laughs> this is a full-on disclaimer. Like, this yes. is not the normal format, no. but what y'all can't expect in an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, this entire thing, I cannot stress this enough. We said it in our mission statement to a T. Worked really hard to emphasize it. Yes. This is not about religion. No. This is about a relationship with Jesus. I'm going to say it again for y'all who can't hear me, who are double back. This is not about religion. We are not about the religiosity that goes on in the current faith world. No. We are are not. No, we're not. It's about a real authentic relationship with Jesus. And Jesus came to fulfill the law. Yes. Which means the law is fulfilled. Which transitioned it from a religion, from a practice, from a from a. Full, full of tradition. <laughs> Come on. Transitioned it to something more. Yeah. It wasn't he abolished it. It wasn't he got rid of it. Isn't he said, hey, I told you to do this before. Yeah. Actually, 
yeah, no, I got a better way. No, he says, this was the way for now. Yes. And I've got something better coming. That's, there's, there's a better time for this. That is Jesus. Come on. Came in, fully fulfilled the law. Come on. Into something more. Come on. That more was him. Yes. That more was eternal life in him. But more than that, a relationship with him. Yes. So with that, it is, we're not about religion here, y'all. We're no. not going through the motions of a typical church Sunday. No. We're just, we're, we're just not. No. We're not. And on that note, we are not experts. No, we're not. Mm-hmm. Just so you guys no, know, we are. We 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 love God. We love the Word of God. You know, we're passionate about. But how old, God old, and his old are, word. are we? I don't mean to interrupt you, but how old are we, bro? I mean, we're in our twenties. We're we're young. We're in our our twenties. We're in our twenties. We're college students in our twenties. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're not theologians. Nope. We're not doctors with PhDs. Absolutely not. No, we're not experts, and we don't speak on behalf of every Christian, but we are just Bible, Bible readers. Bible you know, readers. We, we, we're students of the Word. That's, that's a better word. word. We're, oh, we're students yes. of the Word, and we are students, and so that means that we are learning. We're still cultivating and, and sharpening our theology. and Even um, with, with each episode. For sure. Yeah, the formatting, like you said, it, it's going to be a little different. I'll you be know, a little bit different. So, uh, what is uh, another one? Another disclaimer. Well, this is going to be our, our, our last one. Okay. And this is less of a disclaimer, but more of a just setting a precedent because while well, we are looking to disciple, yes, we're also looking to talk about things that the local church won't talk about. Mm-hmm. The things that are often skimmed over. And again, we're not here to bash on the church. And this isn't every church either. No. Um, we fully recognize, for example, at Seacoast, that Sunday mornings are primarily factored and focused around reaching the one yeah. the one last sheep the one person who does not know jesus yeah. in that room or the multiple people who don't know jesus in that room but yeah. for the sake of the analogy the one person who does not know jesus and that's what sunday morning is for for you to come yeah. in to be comforted in god's presence and his love and his grace yes and his grace yes and to have that offered to you yeah. and be like this is what it is an opportunity for you to, to take it. And then from that, getting plugged into a church and experiencing discipleship. What we want to be is when we want to be the bridge between accepting Jesus and discipleship, as well as growing and, yeah. you know, further providing. Cultivate. Yeah. Yes, for, for, for the cultivating, yeah. for lack of better words, yeah. disciples, the way the Great Commission tells us to. Mm-hmm. So with that, we're going to talk about a lot of things that people don't talk about. Yeah. We're we're going to talk about speaking in tongues and spiritual gifts. Come on, and, and, and right? No, we're, we're going there. Well, and like some we're people, like there. is it just mumbo jumbo? <laughs> is it just mumbo jumbo? Yeah, we're we're, we're going to talk about hard things like yeah. um, like why are Christians still afraid of dying? That's a good one, right? We're we're, we're going to talk about women in ministry. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna talk about hey. I mean, I don't know, know about you. I, I began for it. Homosexuality in the church. Oh, homosexuality and faith. Mm. Gay marriage, yeah, you know, whatever mm-hmm. is going on as far as trans community goes, mm-hmm. and just there's so much other ways to I, I identify yourself, and we're not going to get into that here, but like yeah. it's a topic we can talk about. It is, and there are a lot of things there that are very controversial, even in the ways that we like study the word, the ways that we pray. Um, th- there's a lot of different ways of thinking about it, but no matter. Like in all of it, we have kind of three rules that we live by with it. Mm -hmm. And they're very short, very easy. Um, Pastor Greg over at Seacoast, I learned this from from him. Love it so much. First up, um, in all this, we will have unity. And in that unity are the essentials of the faith. 
that we believe that God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Yeah. Uh, He's the incarnate Jesus. Yes. Born in a major to the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Had a ministry of miraculous miracles, signs, and wonders Mm -hmm. uh, of fully, like we said, fulfilling the old covenant. Yeah. Um, and then being, um, you know, cast aside mm-hmm. as a criminal for crimes he never did commit. Yeah, put on a cross to to die. Yeah, placed in a in a tomb, descended into hell, arose with the keys to our freedom. Come on, and then ascended into heaven Sitting after right he you know gave us that of the Advocate, which is the the, the Holy Spirit, yeah. and then commissioned us to go and make disciples to all the world, to, to every nation, Come on. and tongue. And with that, like that, those are the non-essentials that like, that's the yeah. line in, in the sand. Yes. Gay marriage is not a line in the sand. Speaking mm-hmm. in tongues is not a line in the, in the sand. No. Women in ministry is not a line in the sand. And those are just, just a few. Jesus is the fundamental. He so is the, we have the to, fundamental. We have to get him correct. He is the line in the He's sand. The and center. if we can't agree on him, that's when it's you're either on ship or you're off. Exactly. Everything else, like you said, spiritual uh, tongues. Right. And... You know, whatever denomination you are, exactly. Sometimes we differ on spiritual gifts. Yeah, bro. Those are all. You know, those are not essentials. No, they're not. Those are not essentials. Those are those are not matters to divide over. Yes. So, and with those matters, yes, they are considered in another cal another category. Yeah. Those non-essentials, known uh-huh. as liberties. Yeah. That we have the freedom to to believe in that the same way God has given us the free will to yes believe in that the free will to believe in Him we can freely believe in all those other areas of the faith yeah um, but those are ultimately not what divide us no and in all of that in both unity and liberty in essentials and non essentials um, ultimately there is charity yeah there is charity in all this man. The charity is not not just like the little spare change that you like give in Santa's big red bucket at uh-huh. Christmas time outside of Walmart or a Macy's. No, yeah. no. Charity um, is actually love. Yes. It is love. It is grace. It is understanding. It is compassion. Despite differences or in common ground, mm-hmm. there is charity there. If we don't have love, then what do we have? What do we have? We have to speak the truth in love. Love, love is the center. It is the center of all, and Jesus yes. is love. And Jesus, Jesus is, is love. Exactly. So with that, that's what you can expect in an episode, which you can't expect in this podcast. Um, and if y'all have any future ideas or topics or things that you want to talk about, um, feel free to request those both on our Instagram, which is in the show notes. You yeah. can DM us directly, or if you don't have Instagram and you're watching this, because we want to look out for y'all. <laughs> we understand that for, for, for some of y'all, like God has called you out of social media, yes, which is fine. That's completely fine. Yes. Completely fine. <laughs> fully support it. But at the same time, we want to provide y'all a way to actively engage and give us feedback. So we have a Google form listed, a, a suggestion form, if you will, um, in our video notes, yeah. in, in our show notes, if, if you will. Um, and with that, y'all can fill that out and send it in and we will look through those, pray through those. Um, and yeah, kind of go from there. Sure. So I know this is a long episode already. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Love y'all so much. This is amazing. Thank you, guys. Um, but with that, we, we just want to close really, really quick, um, kind of just to stay on track here. And we, we just want to cast some vision for what yeah. we want this to be, what we want the Grace Project to be, what we want the podcast to be. Um, Tyler, what are some dreams that you got, bro? For sure. And um, for me, um, as the Lord wills, of course, because this is God's podcast, mm-hmm. you know, Amen. we are going and, and and doing as the holy spirit leads and guides us come on so this is his project but 
um, if he grows it to the extent, some of my dreams are that we start having more interviews and Heck we're yeah, able bro. to bring guests on mm, the podcast on. and have those organic conversations um, with preferably uh, students even, maybe, right? you know, Heck just yeah. people in our area. But um, interviews, guests, um, another one is a, a designated space. As my brother Cam mm -hmm. so eloquently pointed out, we are in his bedroom right now. In my now, bedroom. You know what I mean? And we're, listen, we're, we're working what we got, you know? And right, we're, put, we're, put my laundry up before we <laughs> shot. I yeah. Mean. I mean, we're improvising, we're making do, but a designated spot, um, a studio would mm -hmm. be fantastic for us to kind of have more uh, freedom and, and mobility. Right. Heck yeah. No um, more TV trays exactly. from, from uh, you, know, you know, no more TV trays from, from Amazon and swivel chairs from exactly. Walmart. Exactly. Something a little more professional or solidified. A little bit more. You know? And no. um, just feedback, you know, um, it is uh, my dream that we can gain an audience and not for the purpose of clout, but for the purpose of just pouring into you guys' lives and um, helping others know Jesus, Heck yeah, you know? Bro. And um, so the feedback, as Cam said, um, we will have a, 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 a form, forum, a, a, forum a, a Google form, a Google, a Google form that you can kind of, give suggestions on the next topics and things that you guys want to hear us talk about. But, um, so feedback community, Heck yeah. um, having a, a, an audience, um, that would be great. Yeah. Awesome, bro. So Cam, what are your, um, your dreams for the podcast? Some of mine and I'll make them quick just cause I know this episode is long. <laughs> and again, this is not like normal episodes. So thank y'all for bearing with us till the end. If you, thank if, you, for your if you did, thank you. Um, but something we really would love for this, um, is that this would become a ministry, not just the podcast. Yes. And both in a spiritual sense and in a practical sense. Yes. Um, you know, that, that if God chooses to only use us through this podcast platform, that that's amazing. But we would love for it to become a ministry of so much more. Yeah. There's a reason why it's called the Grace Project Podcast, mm -hmm. because the Grace Project itself is a ministry ministry of discipleship a ministry of cultivating believers to having a faith that they can be proud of um, you know that they can fully experience the love of jesus in that um and there are so many different ways to do it there are outreach ministries that we could start up there are workshops that we could have that cultivate mm -hmm. leaders that cultivate disciples in a workshop sense or in, or in a course yeah. sense Heck, bro, what if one of us writes a book or if we write a, a book <laughs> and we put it through the Grace Project, um, that, that how it aligns with our values? I mean, th th there's that. There's there's so much. Heck, a uh, clothing brand. What yeah. if we did a Grace Project clothing brand to I'll where we, we can, right? What if we could actually create the garments of grace <laughs> of which we, we are clothed in? Come on. You know, something that can help in, um, you know, yeah. the hard word of uh, the whole, the hard world. Yeah of evangelizing yeah you know and having something that, that you can you know feel comfortable in but again that's all big dreams but we really want it to be a, a, a ministry and not just a podcast yeah along with that um we'd love for this ministry to outgrow us we'd yeah. love to get a bigger team more people on board um and even to the point where we could hand this off yeah and just be be founders yeah. and let it like have a legacy with it yeah so along with that, we would love for it to be self-sustaining. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know about starting a podcast, it costs a little bit. You got to put yes. some money down before anything hopefully yes. returns. And, you know, <laughs> when we were making this podcast, we want to do it on God's assignment and we don't yeah. want to take we don't, we don't want to do this for money or for monetization. Yeah. Um, but we did include that donation link. So if you feel um, 
that it's you you feel like supporting us in that way and giving that way um, we would love it we would love it to the point where we had enough support to where we could you know devote more time to this yeah. to where we could you know quit our day job in a sense that would be fantastic and like do this that would and, be, awesome. be amazing yeah but yeah so all that to say um last one for y'all big dream i think yeah. this is for both of for us both of us, for both yeah. of us. Yes, we sir. want this to help one person develop a faith yes. that they love and can be proud of because yes. we both come from there yeah and there's so much in god's grace so much in his mercy and in his love again that like once i realized that i was a project of grace that come i was on. still in the, in the in the works yet still got god's favor come on um, that i was a product of mercy that i'm already made new that my yeah. eternal life starts now come on it starts right now we're not waiting till we get to heaven it starts <laughs> no, right, right now. now newness of life starts now right now in yes. his grace come on that we're walking in um and that we are unqualified and unworthy but i'm called to give him glory come on called to give him so much glory and we want to be able to do that for at least one person just one person that listens to this and that re that re-articulates their faith in a way that they cannot explain yeah but they can only point it back to 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 jesus and will run straight towards him the way he's running after them amen so i we should probably close this up um (laughs) again (laughs) sorry y'all if this this is long but um we want to real quick end in the word of god last night literally at 1 a.m just thinking about this this episode and um funny enough tyler you were also looking at this yes, passage it, you know we without uh, us even knowing it <laughs> no so the the scripture that cam is about to read uh coincidentally what yesterday yeah. for the past two days actually i was in the exact same book and the exact same passage Dang, man. so i mean just that Come just on. testifies to it yeah so god this is going to be in uh Titus 2, 11 through 15. Yeah. And real quick, the, the book of Titus was a letter written by Paul mm-hmm. uh, to his friend Titus, who was, um, as some commentaries refer to, um, he was doing his pastoral duties yeah. along the island of, I think it's called uh, Crete? Cre- uh, Crete or Crete? Crete or Crete or Crete? <laughs> or, I don't even know. We're gonna, you guys correct us if you know the- It's fine. I don't yes. speak Hebrew. You, you, you heard my hand sound. Um <laughs> Yeah, and, and he's yeah. actively, you know, kind of both encouraging him and also giving him direction on how to promote right teaching. Yes. And I thought this fell so in line, not just with our values at the podcast, um, you know, and, and our hope and intentions for this, but also, you know, what we feel God has placed on our hearts. Yeah. So here's Titus 2, 11 through 15. For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. And we are instructed to turn from... Uh, godless living and sinful pleasure. We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God. Let me say that again. Live in the world with wisdom, righteousness, mm. only found in Jesus, and Come devotion on. to God in our, in our faith. While we look forward to hope, look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ will be revealed. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us, and to make us his very own people, totally committed to do good deeds. And here's the last part. And this this is the kicker. You must teach these things and encourage the believers to do them. Mm. You have the authority to correct them when necessary. So don't let anyone disregard what you say. I love how at the start it talks about for the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. Yeah. And we are instructed to turn from 
those godless living and sinful pleasures. That's what this is all about. This is the cultivating of disciples that we want to do. Amen. I love how it starts with that, but then it ends with, hey, y'all, mm. you must teach these things and encourage other believers to do them as well. Amen. And that's, that's what we're all about here. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. Come on. Well, that's a wrap, everyone, on episode one of yes, the Grace sir. Project podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm your host, Cam. And I'm your co-host, Tyler. And we pray that you will abide in Christ. Trust in his promises. And rest in the rest that Jesus provides. God bless, y'all. God bless. God bless.